Welcome to Volumes of Fear. It's time for another story of suspensory. Presented by Crimson Knight Productions. This is Volumes of Fear, a horror comedy narrative podcast. And here's your host, Piedmont Montgomery. Welcome to Volumes of Fear. I am your host, Piedmont Montgomery. Listeners and loyal lunatics, I have an important question to ask all of you. Have you ever seen a ghost? Because for the longest time, I had wanted to see a ghost. My desire to see a ghost was so great for so long that not long ago I embarked on a special adventure where the sole purpose was to satisfy my desire of seeing a paranormal entity. For this unique endeavor, I became a different kind of storyteller. As opposed to the usual raconteur that I am, I became a documentarian of sorts and recorded my special paranormal adventure. Listeners, what you are about to hear is the first time I saw a ghost. Concerning my desire to see a ghost, I reached out to Mrs. Carol Upshaw. You see, Mrs. Upshaw owns a bed and breakfast located only a few miles south of Eastridge. And this lodging has had a number of reported ghost sightings from guests who have stayed the night there. Mrs. Upshaw was gracious enough to give us a soundbite via telephone message while I was in the early stages of my research. Our little bed and breakfast certainly has something otherworldly going on here. Our guests are telling us all the time that they see ghosts when they stay with us. I've never seen anything myself, but it's certainly interesting that so many of them have said they've seen something spooky. Intrigued by this information, and after conversing with Mrs. Upshaw, arrangements were made for myself and Winston to visit this supposedly haunted location. I decided to take along with me some field equipment to document my experience. In just a moment, I will play for you the audio that I recorded at the bed and breakfast during my visit. I will also provide a narration at various moments to help with clarity. With that, here is my paranormal experience at the East Ridge Bed and Breakfast. Listeners, this is Piedmont Montgomery, and I am currently on location at the East Ridge Bed and Breakfast, owned and operated by Mrs. Carol Upshaw. My faithful sidekick, Winston. Hi, I'm Winston! Must you do that now? I'm sorry. As I was saying, my faithful sidekick, Winston, has joined me. Soon we will be entering this bed and breakfast where we hope to see a ghost. As we stand on the porch of this lodging, we are currently awaiting Mrs. Upshaw's arrival. She will let us into the bed and breakfast, will give us a quick tour, and will then give us access to the building for a full night. In the interim, I will describe this building where our adventure is to take place. It's a two-story Victorian-style home. It has a raw umber color scheme to it. Raw umber? Raw umber. It, it, it's, it's like a light brown. May I continue, please? Yes, yes, sorry. As I was saying, the house is a two-story Victorian-style home with a raw umber color scheme. 
The neighborhood surrounding it is very, very suburban and, and somewhat plain, to be honest. I expected something spookier, not so middle class. Maybe we should phone her, yes? Yeah, it's starting to get dark. Do you have the cellular telephone? Yep, it's in my fanny packet. Let me get it. Maybe she tried telephoning us during my introductory thoughts. Oh, look! Someone's here! Before we could check our mobile telephone device to see if Mrs. Upshaw had tried to get in touch with us, both Winston and I had our attention drawn to a man in the doorway of the bed and breakfast. The man was older, with a short stature, and wore a pair of raggedy green maintenance overalls. Can I help you? Yes, I am Piedmont Montgomery of Volumes of Fear. Volumes of what? Volumes of Fear, the horror comedy narrative podcast. Surely you've heard of it. Podcast? It's a very popular program on the internet. I'm, I'm very surprised you haven't heard of it. We explained to the gentleman who we were and why we were there. He told us his name was Ben and that he was the caretaker of the East Ridge Bed and Breakfast. After we had made our introductions, he welcomed us in and agreed to not only be the acting host until Mrs. Upshaw arrived, he also agreed to lend his voice to our audio documentation. Should we take our shoes off? No, that's not necessary. Maybe we should. Relax, Winston. He said we needn't. I'm going to anyway. It's good manners. Listeners, we are now inside the Eastridge Bed and Breakfast. The location's caretaker has welcomed us in. We are currently standing in the house's foyer, and from what I can see, the house has a very antiquated feel. There's a smell in the air that might remind one of their grandmother's basement. There are high ceilings with fancy, intricate, expensive-looking woodwork around the walls. And antique furniture adorns the spaces visible to me now. Yeah, the current owner, she filled the house with a lot of the furniture you see. The guests like that kind of thing. I guess it makes the place feel a bit old-timey. Indeed, it does. Ben, how long have you been the caretaker here? Oh boy, uh, you know, a number of years. A long time, really. Can you tell me, what is some of the history of this house? Well, the house itself was built in 1892. Wow, that's old! Ignore him. Please, won't you continue, Ben? Well, the house was built in 1892 by a well-to-do banker. I think he was from the Peaksville area. He built this for his family and lived here for a long time. After he had passed, the house went through several owners throughout the years, and then Mrs. Upshaw bought it back in the late 1990s and began restoring it. She turned it into the East Ridge bed and breakfast that we have today. Thank you for that brief historical record of this location. Now, before we entered the house, we told you, with all honesty and full disclosure, that we were interested in seeing something of a paranormal nature, an entity, a specter, a ghost. Can you verify if any guests have seen ghostly figures here? Yeah, we've had our fair share of guests who claim to have seen ghosts here. Some down here on the first floor, but most of the sightings are on the second floor. The second floor? How intriguing. Do you know if there are any sordid events in the house's history that may have served as a catalyst to some of the reported ghostly sightings? 
It seems as though the prerequisite for a house to be haunted is that it needed to have something sinister happen in its history. There's all sorts of stories, but everything is hard to verify. Oh, that's disappointing. Well, the murder that happened here is verifiable. Murder? Really? Murder? Oh, yeah, it was documented. It was in the newspapers. But beyond that, everything is very sketchy. Oh, I just remembered. This place was built on an Indian burial ground. That was actually verified by an archaeological professor from Peaksville University about ten years ago. How exciting! Indian burial ground? The town surveyor verified it along with the local historical association. Oh, and we can also verify that an evil cult has made human sacrifices here. Ooh, it just keeps getting juicier. Human sacrifices? I don't know about this. They actually left business cards on the table over here. I'll take one of those, actually. Just for reference, of course. Ben, the caretaker, served as a very gracious and informative acting host. He had welcomed us in, given us a brief history of the Eastridge bed and breakfast, and verified that some of the guests had in fact experienced something supernatural. But as we chatted, I found myself curious. Had Ben a tenured employee of this establishment, had any haunted experiences of his own. Ben, you have been a very welcoming host while we await Mrs. Upshaw's arrival. Yet, I must inquire, have you personally seen anything of the paranormal nature during your employ here? I believe so, yeah. May I inquire where you saw the ghostly figure at? Just upstairs on the second floor. That's where the guest rooms are at. I can show you around if you like. Actually, that'd be most fascinating. Thank you. No problem. Winston, grab the flashlights, some extra batteries and tapes, and let's follow Ben's lead. Maybe we should wait for Mrs. Upshaw. Why should we wait? Ben is here now, and we'll catch up with Mrs. Upshaw when she gets here. I don't know. It just seems like we're rushing things. Winston, Ben is being very generous with his time. We don't want to offend. If you want to wait, it's no big deal. I appreciate that, but a quick look surely won't hurt anything. Okay, just follow me. I was eager to get a look at the second floor of this house, and I was ever so optimistic that I may very well see my first ghost. Winston and I followed closely behind Ben as he led us up to the second floor. Listeners, we are now on the second floor of the East Ridge Bed and Breakfast. We only have our audio recording device and a few flashlights. From what I can see, this floor, like the first floor, has an old-fashioned feel, like something from yesteryear. Outside, the wind blows, and inside before us, a dark hallway that seems to go on forever. I'm now looking into a room. It's sparse in decoration. Only a few chairs are in here. What, what is this room, Ben? It's the sitting room. Just a place for guests to relax. Maybe we should turn the lights on. You've got your flashlight, Winston. Use it. But to be honest, I'm not even crazy about the fact that we have flashlights. Why not? My research has said that ghosts are more prone to appearing when the lights are off. The darker the environment, the better. How are you supposed to see a ghost if the lights are off? Are you arguing with the parascientists who make up the field of paranormal investigating? Though it is an unrecognized scientific discipline and is often mocked and not taken seriously, 
Parascientists are very qualified experts. Or at least that's what they say about themselves. It's just really dark in here. Well, what do you expect? It's nighttime, not picnic time. You don't have to stay. You can wait downstairs if you'd like. But you'll be all alone. Okay, I'll, I'll wait downstairs. He just took off like a shrew, fleeing from an angry old woman's broom. He must be scared. Should we go back downstairs? Why don't we just take a quick look around? I mean, we came all the way up the stairs. Okay, no problem. Ben, the caretaker, took the lead. It was just he and I now, exploring the supposedly haunted second floor of the East Ridge Bed and Breakfast. The day had been both cloudy and chilly, and this house, being more than a hundred years old, and looking like something out of an old English horror film, had created the perfect spooky setting. All the rooms were vacant, yet I was starting to get the feeling that I wasn't alone. Where have you personally seen the ghostly apparitions? All over, really. Maybe over there, I think? By that mirror? <coughs> what was that? Sounded like someone was yelling. Maybe it was your friend. He probably saw a stray dog. I'd better go and check on him. We'll have to continue our tour later. Oh my, it looks as though I just bumped into this small end table and made a, made a little mess here. Go ahead, I'll get it. Thank you, Ben. I made my way down the hallway, toward the stairs, and returned to the first floor. I arrived just as Mrs. Upshaw was entering the house. Mrs. Upshaw! Piedmont, sorry I'm late. I had some car issues, and then my cell phone's battery died, so I couldn't even call. I think I may have startled your friend when I came to the front door. That's quite all right. Winston, where are you? I'm over here. I didn't mean to yell. I just got startled when I saw Mrs. Upshaw in the, in the doorway there. I didn't know who it was. Well, you can come out from behind that couch now. I'm sorry about all of this. It's been quite a day. It's no worries. Winston and I had decided to move forward with exploring the house and making efforts to catch sight of a ghost. I'm sorry to have taken the liberty of not waiting for you. It was just that while we waited outside for your arrival, Ben the caretaker let us in and showed us around a little. Ben the caretaker? Yes, he was most helpful. Why do you look so surprised? Because Ben, our caretaker, died almost ten years ago. Then who was that, or should I say, what was that, that showed us around this house? Listeners, this was a true tale. You heard the clips yourself of my audio documentation of what transpired. Winston and I both witnessed a ghostly figure who showed us around the East Ridge bed and breakfast. My eagerness to see a ghost outweighed the fact that what I had been looking for was in front of me the entire time. Winston, would you like to add anything before we conclude this special documentary episode of Volumes of Fear? For being a ghost, Mr. Ben was actually a nice guy. But I don't think I want to go back there. Well, perhaps your desire to return will grow in time. I know I yearn for more adventures of the macabre and whether those are to be found at the East Ridge Bed and Breakfast, or at another location that embodies the paranormal, 
I'll be eager to document and share my experiences. Until next time, listeners, this has been Volumes of Fear. Don't forget to share the scare and like the lunacy. I hope you enjoyed hearing about the first time I saw a ghost. This episode of Volumes of Fear featured the acting talents of J.C. Rositas, Rachel Collins, and Andy Collins. It was produced by Andy Collins and J.C. Rositas from a script by Andy Collins. Artwork was provided by Derek DeBoer. Part of this episode's score came from FreePD.com. This episode of Volumes of Fear was presented by Crimson Knight Productions. Visit them online at cnproductions.net. Follow Volumes of Fear on Facebook or you'll be sorry. <laughs>